Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse, Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out and connect with us on social media at Fuse Marriages. Join the conversation by emailing us, info at FuseMarriages.com. All right, sir. How you feeling? Man, doing amazing. Doing amazing. Thanksgiving just passed. It did. You know what? I think I ate too much pie. I, I, I think you much. ate too much pie. Absolutely agree with that. But is that not possible during spring, you know, spring break, during Thanksgiving? Michael, you ate like two pies. Hey, hey, I, I had help. And y'all didn't see me eat all that, so. We knew it was, it was gone and you were the only one. You had crumbs on your face and everything. That was you. Hey, you know, that's, that's what Thanksgiving's for. Is it? Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, so what, what are we talking about today, sir? Let's go on and jump into it. Mm-hmm. Today, we are going to talk about why relationships are not successful. And that can actually spin off to like, you know, why people aren't, why businesses aren't, why whatever relationship you're talking about. Okay. So, it's, you know, we, we focus on marriage, but you can actually apply this to across the board Ooh-wee. to your okay. kids, to yourself. So we're encapsulating that whole thing in this one conversation. Yeah, yeah, we're trying. We mean, we can't probably talk about all of it, but we're going to, I think if people just open their minds up, they can say, okay, you know what? I can see how that can apply just to me. Free your mind. I like that. Yeah. You know that song. Yeah, it is. Okay. Who sings it? You know, I don't know singers. See? How you going to sing a hook? (laughs) I don't know know singers and I don't know full songs. I know like, I do. I know the hooks and the chorus and then the rest is like, that's me. That's in vogue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I believe it. It is. <laughs> okay. All right. I think so it's go, 1998. Go, go. Okay. Yeah. So why relationships fail? This is this is what we're boiling down our conversation to. Right. Today. So why yeah. relationships fail? I think. I mean. I think we're all trying to have successful relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And we're all trying to be successful. Sure. So we're gonna kind of you know look at that as one piece, right? Okay. I'm trying to be successful, which in turn makes my relationship successful. Okay. It's my relationship successful. And I'm successful. You can't separate the two. Mm-hmm. You can't win in one area and lose in another. Because mm. you're not winning. You're not winning. Right. People try to do that, though. Mm. They try to win in business, but they lose at the, with the family. Uh, yeah. They try to win in family, and they lose in the business. Yeah. So it's almost like, okay, I want to be able to win in both. Nobody's perfect, right? Nobody's trying to, like, you know, be able to say, okay, I got everything figured out. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the one, you know, that's the goal. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's almost sad. Like you hear all the stories of these successful businessmen mm-hmm. that are on like marriage nine or ten mm-hmm. and, and they just can't do that together. So I, I completely or people that have great success in their marriage, but they say like, man, I, I never feel like I reached my full potential. Yeah. So, OK, so, so what are you what are you boiling this conversation down to? Why well, do they? I think we can hit on three points. I mean, with the time that we have, I think we can at least touch on three of them. OK. Right. It's probably more. Y'all may have some other insight on, on additional stuff, but these are I three. We'll talk about them. Y'all can give us some feedback. What y'all think about this? Absolutely. Info at fusedmarriages.com. Okay, plug that. <laughs> plug that. I like Social that. media. Check yeah. us out at Fused Marriages. Okay. Absolutely. So, right, so point number one. Point number one is that I don't think people have mastered themselves. So the reason why they are not successful mm-hmm. as a person mm-hmm. is that they haven't mastered themselves. Okay. Break right. that down. What's that? What's that look like? So a lot of times we think, okay, you know what? If I get more money, I'm successful, mm-hmm. right? Which is I mean, a lot of us think that. Say, oh, you know what? 
if I can get this debt paid off, go get this house, get this car, mm-hmm. I'm successful. Okay. I think that argument gets debunked when you see rich people not happy. Mm-hmm. Don't feel success. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They go do drugs. They go chase other things. They go. It's like they not they're not fulfilled in a way that money can provide. Yeah. So money is good. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with pursuing money. But it's not the end all. Right. So it's not money, right? It's not the connections you have, mm-hmm. right? Because people say, you know, if I get the right connection, hook up with the right person. Mm-hmm. You know what? If I go to the right church, I get the right job. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of people out there to get all of that. Still haven't necessarily be fulfilled, right? They fulfill for a moment, but they still not at the point where like, okay, you know what? I'm good. Mm-hmm. It's still something else that's that, that's actually missing there. Mm-hmm. Right. And they say, you know what? The other one is like, you know what? Education. Let me go. You know what? I'm going to, you know, go get this degree. I'm going to go get all this stuff. You know what I mean? That's going to help me credentials. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get all that. And at the end of the day, like they get that. I'm like, okay, now what? Mm-hmm. They, they, it's like, and I'm going to the point where I say you master yourself. It's like, you have to know who you are, know what you're about, know what your sources are. Everybody's source is different. I know my source is, you know what I mean? I come from where my source is, but your source has to be something that's fulfilling beyond the things that are actually the world is trying to offer you. Okay. So you just said a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to like yeah, unpack dig it for in a little bit. All right. So mastering yourself, mm-hmm. according to what you just said is bottom line, knowing yourself, knowing who you are, what's important to you um, and how you define these things. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So, all right. So I have to process. Okay. Mm -hmm. So mastering yourself, what that looks like is maybe, um, not, not, not putting all of your eggs into your connections and your friendships and even your relationship. Um, and then also in addition to that, looking at, okay, I don't have to have this degree. I don't have to have a PhD, nothing wrong with the PhDs, but I don't have to have a PhD to, to define myself as successful. And then I don't have to have a certain amount of income or per, have this much in my bank account to define myself as successful. But what that also makes me think of is then how do people define success? Is it not according to their own experiences? Because some people that might say, well, I came from nothing. So I describe success and I attribute my success to, um, you know, to having this much income, to not having to depend mm-hmm. on to those sorts of things are people that have an education. Well, I worked my way up. I'm, I graduated from this school with this degree and I did that because of the hard work that I did. So then how do you, what does mastering yourself look like if it's knowing yourself? What are the tools to get to know yourself? I mean, I think once you, to me, I, I, I try to draw the line of like, okay, once you, you said you put the eggs all in that basket, right? And you're saying, okay, once I achieve this, I'm going to have it. Whatever that is, I'm going to have that peace, have that joy, have that, I'm going to have it. Mm-hmm. And if you put yourself and say, if you don't get that, or let's say you get it and then you lose it, do you lose that peace, lose that happiness, lose that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Let's say, you know what, I'm going to give an example of education, right? And, you know, I'm going to give my education, I'm going to go to this school and the school is actually fraud. They don't give degrees out. I think Trump did that. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? We know what we're saying. Okay. Well, I'm just saying that happened, right? And people are like, man, I ain't, I thought I was going to spend all this money going to get this. Now I don't have it. And I'm not, I mean, like, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you're putting that, all your, all whatever, who you are into that. Mm-hmm. When you put yourself into th- that thing, the money, 
education, the connections, the job, the career. And all of a sudden those start like being pulled away just from life circumstances, Mm -hmm. right? Nothing you can control necessarily. Then you're like, man, Mm -hmm. okay, where where, where am I at? Mm -hmm. If we're talking about having like the reason why people or relationships aren't successful is I think they're putting their things, ideas, thoughts, heart into the wrong buckets Mm -hmm. and they're not mastering themselves. Right. Because me, I got to be good regardless without them things. Right. If I'm not good without those things and those things are, go away, then my relationship's going to suffer. Yeah. I lose my money. I'm good with money. I have everything. Yeah, you know what? I got. You know, I can go, go to vacations. I can buy the house. If I lose it, then all of a sudden, not just I lose myself, I lose my relationship connections of how people relate to me now. Because yeah. now I'm ashamed. Like, man, I used to have. Now they're looking at me like, you know, I'm taking the bus and it's all. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the mentality changes. I think it has a lot to do with what, how, how you're describing it. It just makes me think of having this inner peace, this inner, like, um, steadiness. Like, okay, no matter what, like what you said, no matter what happens, I, I know me. And that takes a lot of um, reflection and evaluation. And it really takes a lot of alone time. Like, it, it's you, um, I know some, I'm, I'm going to just speak from my background of, like, some women. I know a lot of women would attribute who they are to who their husband is like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, this is my last name. And my husband is this versus kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm married, but this is, this is who I am. You know, right. these are the, these are the different things that I like, like certainly to become one. And, you know, we start to kind of merge some of our ideas and philosophies and, and life principles, but I'm still this created being that has, you know, different thoughts than you might have. Like, I think that's what makes relationships work um, is that, you know, where I'm weak, you're strong, where you're strong, I'm weak. And we, we strengthen each other as we kind of elevate, but also recognizing this, um, that this doing the work with what that is, that what, how you deal with your own trauma, how you um, manage your emotions, how you respond to what's happening in the world, that mm-hmm. that's that, that part of, who am I? And we are ever evolving. And I've said this before, but you're always changing. So ensuring that in your change and in your adjustment, that you're in tune with that. Like, hmm, I've, I've kind of gone in a negative direction. Well, how did I get here? How do I get to a more positive place? What do I need to do? What do I need to read? What kinds of things do I need? And it's, and it's dangerous to kind of put that on somebody else to say like, yeah. hey, I'm not okay. Fix it. You know? And I think partners are great and they can help steer you. I think partners are great and being able to talk some things out. I think partners are great and being able to encourage you to get there. Um, but making it their responsibility for you to be okay. If I'm not okay, it's because of you and you didn't do your part. I think it's, that's not taking responsibility for yourself. Um, and I think that that ultimately will make you put you in this position where you don't know yourself, where you're emotionally incapable of, um, handling you in the world right. you know no no 100% agree no 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 I think um I mean as I can just kind of think process what you're saying for one and like you know matching yourself it's like I think what you said like you said that inner just knowing you right mm-hmm. because I think I believe that you know we're all created for something for a reason sure mm-hmm. right we're all created for a reason we're on this earth for a reason mm-hmm. and then as soon as you can figure that out then you can say all that stuff is just really props to really help you achieve where of what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So if, if, uh, you know, if money like is that. money is money. If is, is, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to get, I want to get money, but I want to get money to be able to pursue what my 
vision or what God has really given me the ability to to do in this earth. Yeah, I really like. So nothing wrong with that. So no, that's what I'm saying. Nothing wrong with education. Nothing wrong with money. Nothing wrong with connections. But those are just supporting tools to really help push you to where you what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna repeat what you just said because you said those things are all props to move you towards like a destiny, a calling, or a purpose. And I think Mm -hmm. that's just a great way to describe, you know, your degrees. It's just a prop. It's just somewhere to help you get. Um, somewhere else to accomplish something, to a, a tool to be used in your belt. Because ultimately, like the, um, you know, like somebody, the mechanic is not, you know, I don't know what mechanics use, but they're mm-hmm. not like they're what's in their a tool wrench. belt. They're not a wrench. That's a good. screwdriver. Thank you, baby. Yeah, all those. Yeah. A drill. So, I'm just keeping saying, you know what they use. I'm you just know. giving you. Okay. Well, ahead. I appreciate it. Appreciate that. So they're not a wrench. You know, they're, they are a mechanic that uses a wrench. Well. You know, so I think of that. As if we saw ourselves, our giftings, our our things, um, in a different way, then it would. I th- I really believe that that could be revolutionary. You know, it really could be if you didn't see yourself and say like, "Well, um, I'm a medical student," and because you know you can get sick and not not graduate when you when you thought you were going to, or you know you can lose your job. I'm I'm a corporate man. This is no. That's that's only a piece of how you put yourself in position right. to be the most effective. Um, so I really I find that very very interesting, a really mm-hmm. good tool. Okay, so we're kind of talking about this this concept of mastering yourself, right. trying to and, be successful, and that's how you are successful in life and in relationships and in the world mm-hmm. is that accountability piece. So you're not depending on your money, you're not depending on your connections to whomever, and you're not depending on your education. Oh. Okay, so what's what's the next thing? So How the, do we master ourselves? So the next one is, you know what? Most of us, I think, we have to go through this growing phase of not understanding how to adapt to situations, mm. right? And it's like our ability to go into, I think the people that are successful, ability to go into any room mm-hmm. and being able to adapt to it, mm-hmm. right? There's a, there's a scripture, I'm not going to read it, but there's a scripture basically says, you know, I became all things so that I can basically try to win some. Mm-hmm. And I'm summarizing there what Paul said. Right. In first Corinthians, it's like he had the ability to say, you know, if I had to be a Jew, I'll be a Jew. If I'd be a Roman, I'd be a Roman. If I had to be whatever, you know what, in order to really so that I can try to win some. Right. Mm-hmm. We try to apply that to like, OK, our relationships. I'm trying to win in my relationship. I'm trying to win in my with my family. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to win with my in-laws. I'm trying to win my friendships. And the goal is, right, I can't win them all, but the goal, he said, it's like, so, you know, your ability, you want to try to win some. Mm-hmm. So if you can't adapt, people don't have the ability to adapt to different scenarios, right? Some people can't, you know what, if they come out of, you know, whatever, the, the nice neighborhood, Highland Park, which is in Dallas, they can't go to Oak Cliff. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to adapt. They don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So they can't go talk to nobody in Oak Cliff mm-hmm. because they come from an area like they say, you know, okay, I'm, I'm good in this, but I'm not good in that. Some people in Oak Cliff can't go to Highland Park, right? Mm-hmm. And figure I'm trying to say, we're trying to say go as far as like trying to win, I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. trying to win somebody or try to really have influence. Feel like they can't relate. Can't relate, mm-hmm. have that influence, right? I think there's some people out there that are very good. They can, they don't care if you're rich or poor, they can talk to you. Mm-hmm. They don't care if you're black or white, they can talk to you. And I'm saying talk to you, they can relate to you and mm-hmm. you can relate to them. To me, that's talking, right? When you can relate, talking and using words, that's not talking. Uh-oh. The ability to relate to people and have conversations that like, you know what? Okay, I understand where you're coming from, even if I don't agree, mm-hmm. and be able to have that back and forth, mm-hmm. right? So to be able to do that, I think you have to be able to adapt situations. We're going to apply that to just to like relationships. A lot of things going to happen, right? 
I'm not like you, you not like me. Can you adapt to me? Can I adapt to you? Can you adapt to the things that I have that came before you? Can I adapt to things you had that came before me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You were, you know, an, an, an actress, singer, on, on the camera. That's what, I didn't come from that life, right? Mm-hmm. I came from this real basketball, sports, education, mm-hmm. corporate America. And do I have the ability to adapt to what you bring to the table, which is different for me, but it's still good and vice versa. Yeah. So that's it's really, that's really great when you're talking about the ability to adapt to people. And as you were talking, the person that came to mind, regardless of your political persuasion was Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. And the reason that he came to mind is, um, so I, if you haven't read becoming, please get that. It's Michelle Obama's book. But one of the things she talks a lot about, um, kind of what it looked like in these different spheres of influence. Okay. And as I thought about his presidency, I was like, he made the you know poor person feel equal to the wealthy person. He made the educated feel equal to those that lacked education. You know, he made, um, you know, these politicians and, you know, bookworms seem just as close to him as the person that doesn't, that liked basketball or, yeah. That um, not that those are opposites. I don't want to make it like that. Um, but you know these these things in life that you know um, you might not necessarily put all in the same basket, or that they might not connect. He made everybody um, have this sense of connection, this this sense of being heard, um, and I and was able to be like when when I think of the scripture that you referenced, I always thought of a chameleon, and a chameleon is always a mm-hmm. chameleon. They might change their color, they might change their location, but they're still them. So when we're talking about adapting, it's not that you're changing you. Mm -hmm. It might mean that you like, okay, I'm going to emphasize this because this is a way to connect to this person. If I go, if I go on the basketball court and I don't talk anything about basketball, they're not going to relate to me. If I'm sitting up here saying, well, I'm a football player, I play football, even though those are a little closer. But if you say, okay, um, I'm a singer, I don't have anything to do with basketball, that's not my thing, I don't really then they're going to be like, oh, okay, cool. But you're not going to be able to have any real connection, any real dialogue. So we're talking about being able to be flexible and um, being able to kind of fit and feel comfortable in every situation. It's because you know you're a chameleon. You know, like, you still are comfortable with this is what I am. But I I can talk to you. I don't have any problem with you. I can talk to you. I can talk to you. So I think that that's just such a great um idea of being able to be so centered in who you are, no matter what environment you go into, you're still who you are. You're still confident in who you are, but I can relate to, I can have a conversation with you. There are things that you know that I don't know that I know that you don't know. Let's share in this kind of global conversation. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I like how this all connected, right? We talked about the first one, mastering yourself, talking about having, how do you have a a relationship or at least a successful relationship rather master yourself. Mm-hmm. master yourself so that then you can be able to adapt to anything, even though you know who you are, you can still adapt to, you know what? I can go to any kind of church. I can go to predominantly white church, predominantly black church. And like, you know what? I know who I am. It's not, I'm not going to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. in that, in those situations. Yeah. And it's like, it's just interesting how that all kind of links up, right? Where you got to like, man, okay, I need to be able to adapt to, we're talking about relationship, marriage, or relate, you know, or, or romantic relationships. Like, hey, they're gonna bring something different to the table. Mm-hmm. They family gonna be different. You know what I mean? They gonna think different. Can I adapt and still keep who I am mm-hmm. to who to what the situation is? Because yeah. not the fact that you lose yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I even I hate to keep going back to the scripture, but I mean the first part of it says, "Though I am free, 
Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not the point that's saying the point is like it's not saying that, you know what, I'm gonna be everything to everybody just because. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm free. I know who I am. I I saw I, I relate to that. I know who I am, but I'm still gonna try to maneuver through these situations so that I can possibly have influence. Yeah. Win some is what they say, you know what I mean? And really, so it's just interesting how they all tie together. But one of the things I want to point out before you go to your third point is um, being able to be um, comfortable in a situation is not the same thing as preference. Like, I can be comfortable and chill anywhere. Like you said, I can go to any kind of church. I can go to any kind of restaurant or whatever, but I might have a preference. I'm from Mm -hmm. Texas. I really like Tex-Mex. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I like. You know, like, I want my tamales and my tacos and my enchiladas. Like, that's what I like to eat. But I'm I'm cool if we, you know, go to, like, a hamburger stand and you get some french fries and stuff. Like, that's cool, but I still have my preference. So I'm comfortable going over here and eating burgers and fries with y'all. But I prefer this. So being able to go is what what we're talking about. Being able to be comfortable there, to be like, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, we can kick it, no problem. And I think everybody also has like their um, and that and let me say this: this is not talking about like particular boundaries. If there's like, okay, that's not where I'm called to, you know what I'm saying? So not everybody is going to be called to be a missionary, you know, like to be going overseas. But there are there's work to be done where you are and for those that are called to be missionaries go be you go continue to expand and explore Mm -hmm. you know not everybody's gonna be like hey i'm i'm gonna be you know i'm gonna be kicking it with um you know these these rappers you know like that might not be your thing like you could you could be chilling and be cool and like hey have decent dialogue that might not just be like your preference so i i guess i just want to kind of encapsulate that that idea of continuing to be free, like you said, continuing yeah. to be who you are, um, but being able to like sit in that and to be who you are wherever you are. And I think for me, that's something that I really admire in people is mm-hmm. like their fluidity, their um, ability to kind of like be in any room and to say, I belong here. I belong. That's something I, you know, I tell myself. That's something I tell my friends. That's something I tell my children. Like, no, no, you belong here. You any room that you walk into, that's your room. There, you can sit at any table um, and just be yourself. Like if you like flashy clothes, wear your flashy clothes. You know, if you wear pumps all the time, wear your pumps. You know, do do you be comfortable in you? Be excited about being you. But that does take doing that work. That does take having those real conversations with you. That does take. Yeah really dealing with some of the stressors and some of the issues and some of the challenges that you have. And even in your weakness, you know, even saying like, yep, I don't, I don't do that well. You know, I'm, I struggle in that area. It doesn't mean quit. It doesn't mean like, ah, you know, I'm not going to even try anymore, but that might not be your thing. Like Michael's mom, she makes pies. She makes really good pies and cakes and desserts. That's not my thing. I make a couple different sweets, but I can, (laughs) <laughs> That's not something I'm gonna like necessarily say like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna open up a bakery but I'm I'm cool being in the kitchen when she's making pies I'm cool you know maybe helping her with some hand and you know sifting flour or whatever I can do that because I'm comfortable in knowing this is not my thing it's your strength so I help yeah. you and I might learn a couple things from you but I like to make casseroles I like to make dinners I like to make real hearty meals that's something I do well that's something I really like to do. So being comfortable in both the things that you are weak in and saying, okay, I probably, I can, I can improve, I can learn, but also being confident in your strengths. And that doesn't mean being boastful, but being like, okay, 
Yeah, that's something I do. That's something I like to do. Okay, so what's the the third thing? Why our relationships don't work? Mastering ourselves. Yeah, I I think the third thing almost is closely tied to um, being able to adapt. But like, you know, sometimes, you know, when you you can't adapt, you end up getting in a tough situation Mm -hmm. and people can't handle it, right? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, choices are made because, you know what, just the pressure of it just gets gets tight, right? Because you're not able to adapt i hate to see that word again but like to really to uh, to mold yourself into what's need to be done yeah so but I, but I think the third thing is really cl- is basically saying that that you and i talked about you know what your ability to handle your emotions mm-hmm. right if you're trying to have a successful relationship like if you can't handle your emotions then there's no way for this relationship to be successful that's huge yeah you know what i mean because then if it, 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 once your emotions start to affect your ability to perform and I'm saying, or really to relate to people, it's a wrap, yeah. right? It, it, that, that cannot drive the the relationship whenever, you know what I get way up here. Now it affects my relationship with who I'm trying to do business relationship, mm-hmm. romantic relationship, family relationship, whatever that relationship is, it yeah. starts to affect it. That's huge. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the bigger ones, like mm-hmm. being able to, to handle the, the emotional aspect of say you can't adapt. Say you don't ma- you don't know you're not mastered yourself yet, and then the pressure kicks in, and then I'm in a scenario where my emotions take over my ability to perform. There's a there's a I have a little example just in my mind like you know um, people may not remember this but Nick Anderson basketball player for Orlando Magic going way back to like 1995 was playing with Shaquille O'Neal in the NBA Finals, 95 percent free throw shooter right. Mm-hmm. He got to the free throw line. It's like maybe five, six seconds left on the game. Had to three free throws. Got fouled shooting a three pointer. Mm-hmm. This man missed all three free throws. Mm. Why? Mm. Why he missed that? Pressure. The pressure couldn't handle the emotions of the situation. Right. He wasn't able to perform. His emotions affect. He's a ninety-five percent free throw shooter in every scenario mm-hmm. until the pressure kicks in. The emotions take over. Now I can't. I'm not, I I wasn't able to adapt to the circumstances that were there so that I can perform at a high level. Yeah. I think that's a really major thing because as you were talking, what I was hearing on my head is that people that are high emotionally can't be trusted because you don't know when they're going to snap off. You don't know how they're going to handle challenges. So you can't take them negative information because you're not sure. You can't take them positive information because you're not sure. They're too extreme, so they can't be trusted to handle you or really anything right. appropriately. So that, so I think that's a challenge to all of us is to be able to manage our emotions, to be able to sift so that we can be trusted with ourselves, with things that matter, with people that matter, with circumstances that matter. Because like in your example, when you think of when pressure gets on and people can't perform – it makes it a lot harder the next time, yeah. and it'll make, to, to pass that ball to him at the end of the game, it's like I don't know how you're gonna act. Right. You know, I don't I don't know what you're gonna do. So I think that this whole dialogue about how we deal with our emotions is just really critical because it, it feeds back into okay, what's going on with our relationships? What is what's going on with our lives? How we're not successful because we're not able to master us. And let me just say this: as you we get ready to close out, it's like if every time your spouse, your significant other, your family member. They y'all get into some kind of disagreement and you run, mm. you can't handle pressure. Ooh. So like, how do they know you're not gonna run when we get in? Really, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't. You, the trust part you just came and made me think about that. Like, man, I can't trust you not to run away when it gets tough. Mm. That's deep. That's a whole show by itself. Maybe. 
I can't trust you not to run when things get challenging. So it's not just popping off. Right. It's like going out. Checking out, checking out. All right. Well, let us know your thoughts. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And check out our website for more content and resources, FusedMarriages.com. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fused with Tristan and Michael.